welcome back to the Ox Unplugged, where we don't know what sports of the future will be like, but we only hope that they have knives. I am Crispy Crowd. I am Mr. J. Whip. I am Halion. I'm Miz Hughes. Sports ball. What is a sports ball? It, oh, wait. Are, are, is it doing sports this time? Because it's written down for future entertainment, which sports is there, but... Oh, well, I guess I, I went on the sports angle, but yes, future oh. entertainment. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't f- know why I went on the sports angle, but... I mean, we can talk about it. We're here now, so... <laughs> I can talk the sports ball. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest idea that I have heard of people being, like, half serious about it is having two different tiers of the Olympics, where you have the regular Olympics of, like, no drugs or anything, and then the... Yeah, go for it. As many steroids as you can put into your eyeballs. Yeah, let's see what we can do. You know, how far can we uh, mutate the human body for the sake of, you know, competition? Yeah. Just make sure that they sign a waiver. We're all good. Yeah, you're, you're going to totally burn those athletes out, you know, by the time they're in their mid-20s. They're going to be just husks. And then you just have people that are so biomechanically and genetically altered. This is like, what are you anymore? Like, how how would you even describe yourself anymore? It's like, um, a living genetics project? It's like a giant human bicep. <laughs> Space slap fight. Oh, Fuck yes. oh yeah. <laughs> like, like, those, those, like those, those slap fights, but instead they're just like doing massive steroid injections. So they've got this one arm that's like the size of a human ch- torso. Just a oh, sonic God. Yeah, just like clapping people. <laughs> you get to the finals, and the guy that wins like literally takes the other guy's head clean off his shoulders. <laughs> the other person has implanted like metal plates on their face. <laughs> or you just pull them under the giant and uh, augment your hand so it, their hand, or your hand is like the size of their face. It's like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> I ain't gonna miss with this. <laughs> When you're Andre the Giant size, I mean, you might as well, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't really have a reason not to. See, Jay, I thought you were going to go another direction with that. I thought you were going to say that, all right, we have the regular Olympics like we have now, you know, the, 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 the incredible yep. athletes. But then we have a second division. And these are just people, just random people that have been selected, oh. like just normal people from, that are, have been selected oh. to represent the, their nation, right? Just, just the audience. We're like, gonna pull. Like, yeah, we're, we've pulled this person down out of the uh, out of the uh, out of the, the stands. stands. Who's gonna represent great? You know, his home country of Great Britain. Tell me, sir, what do you what do you do? Well, I'm an accountant. Okay, well then, you know, there you go. You're oh, that was more Aussie, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. So you've got like these these six like completely normal people out there about to do the compete in the fifty yard dash, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, Jeff here from the grocery store. You get to do the pole vault. It's like, you what? <laughs> I don't know how to pole vault. It's like, well, you're going to learn today, kid. Probably not going to do super well. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, then we're going to do water polo. Uh, we're yeah. going to bring, like, you know, the, the German uh, housewife. Oh, see, I was thinking we were going to make, like, mermaid people do water polo. Well, you know, PETA's really against water polo because, you know, the horses keep drowning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, okay. I'm just going to say this. I, 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 if, if we're talking future sports, I, I have yep. to see it. I want to see giant robot fights or just like future yeah. entertainment, giant robot fights. Absolutely. I'm talking like, like WrestleMania style fucking just oh, in a city yeah. 
doing people's elbows off the of skyscrapers. What what was the movie? Oh, Real Steel. Yes, thank you. The one with uh, Wolverine. Hugh uh, Jackman. Wolverine. Yeah. Yes. That. Yep. That I would love to see that. I would pay good money to see something like that. I would love that too. So I have some ideas about future the future of entertainment. Having having lived a few decades and seen things change and evolve, one of the ideas that I have, and I think we have it to an extent, maybe not as much when I say here, I mean in the States, United States. Yep. But definitely it's I think it's much more prevalent thing in Asian countries. I think we are rapidly evolving to a thing where it's going to become perfectly normal for some of your big-time streaming personalities to have a 24-7 live stream of their life. Oh, And I'm not just show? talking about in their home. I'm talking about everywhere they go. Like, let's go to the grocery store chat. Because think about it. Between, between GoPros, between cameras, uh, the cameras on our phones, between portable cameras, between, you know, some of these good internet, everywhere. you've got internet everywhere oh, and yeah. you've got, the f and the fact that, you know, some of these streamers have serious amounts of, are earning serious amounts of money. They have entire crews that edit and work behind the scenes. Who's to say that someone isn't mm -hmm. going to start hiring a, a, a camera person or a crew to follow them everywhere they go and just live stream their life. I think that something like that is going to become much more normal. And you're going to have these handful of people out there that the world is just going to follow everything about their life. And again, we've, we've got a little bit of that and we've seen things like, like that. literal celebrity culture. I hate all of this right now. This is like that. Oh my God. It's a micro it's like a celebrity. Cyberpunk dystopia waiting to happen. You already have that. Have you not seen like videos in like China of a bunch of like, uh, ladies sitting underneath a uh, a bridge, just like having the the ring um, lights in front of them. That's just a thing. People just do it. But I, I think it. you're going to see it where it's going to become yep. more mainstream, and you're going to see certain people are going to, for whatever reason, because you know everybody gets their 15 minutes of fame. I think you're going to start yep. see it pop, especially, uh, I, and I hate to say it, especially as some of the older generations start to fade away and the people and the generations that have grown up with streaming with grown up with the internet with this is a normal thing this is how they consume they consume their content in the non-traditional manner more personal literally more personal yeah yeah they're they're gonna see stuff like this they're gonna be more drawn to something like this so i could absolutely see this blowing up where you just out of nowhere you have these perfectly just you know, they're not, they aren't a celebrity. They aren't a movie star, rock star, what have you. But suddenly, for whatever reason, they become this. And so now the whole world, a la The Truman Show, although they know that they're involved in it. All of the actors are there, yeah. They're all actors on everywhere yeah, else. But, but, but yeah. it, it's aware. And I, I could absolutely see this becoming a thing. I'm not going to say it's going to last forever or it's going to become, you know, where there's hundreds of them or not like entire channels of it. But I could certainly see there being a handful of like half a dozen to a dozen of these super influencer slash, you know, streaming stars, whatever. Micro celebrity is what's going on in my, that, that's the term that's been in my head of like, this person is incredibly famous and influential to an incredibly small subsection, but that's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But see, I can see that blowing up where it does eventually cross I over. Hope not. I feel like a lot of people would be against the privacy invasion of that. Degree. But it's not their privacy. 
you already see it though, right? You see people of like just the the just chatting section of Twitch, like it's just going to get bigger as time yeah. goes on. And th there's already people that for I mean, there's been people that for years, like we're talking going back over a decade, that have set up similar setups where they have webcams all over their apartment or all over their house, you know, and will stream a lot of their yeah Big a lot brother. of their life. Basically, just a re it's basically a a real life. It's a, it's a real life TV. reality show, yeah. But it's over the internet, so it's like it's not like you don't have to subscribe to this certain channel or this certain streamer to get it. It's out there. Imagine, imagine this: we make a streamer house, and we start doing Big Brother shows or like that sort of thing. But just with all of the big celebrities, it would get massive. Yeah, but the big that's the reason why you have to do it with the with the D and C list celebrities because the big celebrities don't want to do it because they their lives are <laughs> they've got jobs. Just imagine it like like what if we did that but with members of the Ox, right? It's like we just oh, get like right. a bunch of members oh. of the Ox, like a, specifically like you know hopefully some yeah. of the chillers. So that way it doesn't just end instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can think of a few people. Yeah. Where I'm just There's like, a few no. names that I can think of that probably wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine would be one of them. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think I'd want to. If I get paid as much as I do now, I would think about it. If I can get yeah. two jobs. Think about it, though. There's plenty of people yeah. on Twitch, OnlyFans, all these other things that, will, that get all these streams that are making plenty of money. If they, could, if they can get 1,000, 10,000 followers willing to check over a dollar a month to watch their live stream, $5 a month, it's going to happen. It just flat out will happen at some point. Yeah. It's just human nature. The real question is the scale. How big, how big does it grow? Does it become, does it become a, is, yeah. is it hopefully not that big? Really? Is it stay a more of a region, a continental, or does it truly cross over to become multinational? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't want to think about it because I hate every single moment of this. Okay. All right. Let's, let's change it up then. Um, imagine, let's go the most American method of it. American football and power armor. There you go, Crispy. Oh, <laughs> come on. We <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. kind of have that. Was that we too, pretty much had that. Was it too you know? pandering? Right, look at the 90s when, every, when all your major athletes were on steroids. That was as pretty close as it came. I mean, I could definitely see like the NFL with like power armor or just genetic enhancements probably yeah or both i also hate football so you hate the foosball what other well i'm trying to think of some other kinds of entertainment outside of sports but it's like oh no 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 that this is another bit of line of conversation that i've just been waiting on because <laughs> oh because okay. oh, you're gonna get ready for this oh um, no there is one type of tv uh, uh, tv that's fallen out of fashion uh, like culturally and socially, just like in the West. But there's one place where it hasn't. Japan. Shame shows. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. There, some of those are pretty insane. Yes. <laughs> From what little I have seen of them. I think, insane. Jay, that you are spot on. <laughs> it is due for a resurgence. And if for no other reason, because of current ev uh, world events, when scripted television is not really a thing that they're able to do right now, you don't have scripts for game shows. So you're going to start. So a lot of your 
traditional services are going to start slapping game shows around uh, into their lineups because that's what they can make. That's content they can produce. Yeah, yeah. I will. I absolutely believe that that is true. I do think you're going to see a, 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 of of different types of game shows. What? Here's my question: Is what future game shows would there yeah. be? So, okay, I don't. Have you ever paid attention to Japanese game shows? I, I'm familiar with Takeshi's Castle. That's is that the one where it's the man trapped in a a hotel forever? No, it was oh. like. They, they they covered it on or they did like a parody of it almost on uh spike tv called mxc i think it was but it was just oh. like an obstacle course like that mm-hmm. kind of shit like wipeout yes yeah no yeah. um mxc is really fucking funny uh it's basically american ninja warrior but like without competent people yeah it's like we were talking about the regular people olympics it's like you know let, let's put these regular people on this incredibly difficult obstacle course yes. and just watch them completely eat it and mxc is the american dubbing where they didn't know japanese but instead they just made jokes the entire time oh it was great it was it's really funny it's on tubi and i was like just randomly going through stuff that, that sounds awesome but they um every once in a while um at my work in the break room they have the uh the game show channel on the on the smart tv that they installed and I see all these reruns of uh, game shows that I've seen. It's like, huh, I wonder what the last time that was on there or on the air. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. <laughs> and what, no, what, what, <laughs> what would a future version of like a Japanese game show would be? That's what I'm curious about. OK, I still need to talk about the craziest game show that nobody knows about. Oh, OK, please, please. OK, have um, so it is the game show uh, Soon Sunu. Uh, Dempa Shonen. This is a TV show. Actually, no, sorry, that's not the. Yeah, no, that is the one. Uh, there is a one of the versions that they did was they just locked a man into an apartment. Oh. And the only anything that he he showed up naked in this apartment, and the only thing he could ever do is get things through the mail. So he could drink water wow. out of the sink. But that man nearly starved to death uh, until he managed to get some, uh, he won some rice from a competition. Like, a, uh, like it, uh, I forgot the, forgot the name of it. Where Like a sweepstakes? Yeah, he won, yeah, a sweepstake. That was the only thing he could do. Um, and he managed to get some rice, but didn't have anything to cook the rice in and just munched on raw rice and that was the it was an incredibly popular thing that's a fucked up truman show if i've ever heard it really is that sounds like an episode that sounds like a like the sequel to seven (laughs) and oh imagine a sci-fi version of that where it's just like a and it's like the worst version of the, the micro celebrity Oh. <laughs> it's just like watching a man slowly go insane. Um, interestingly, um, because he was naked in that apartment, they did put an eggplant over his junk. Okay. And so, so, so some poor editor, some poor editor had to spend hours staring at this naked man and moving this eggplant around to cover his junk. Yes. Oh, that poor gut person. I pity that person. Yeah. 
<laughs> that 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 whole thing being locked in the hotel that sounds like the version of Fear Factor they wanted to make but weren't allowed to because American television would let them. Yeah. That I oh. could totally see a Fear Factor like completely unrestricted doing something like that. It's like we're gonna lock you in a hotel for the next month. This is that was actually the um this broke records in Japanese TV for really? being the most popular. Oh, I can see it. 17 million views every Saturday night. Or Sunday night, sorry. Um, also, I forgot to mention, uh, this went on for 15 months. Oh, wow. You're serious. What did he went, get out of it? I Besides <laughs> incredible weight loss. <laughs> yes, yeah, you really. actually lose a lot of weight. It's amazing. Um, I think it was... Uh, it's like um, Naked and Afraid, but Urban Edition. Yeah, yeah no, imagine Naked <laughs> yeah. and Afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Naked, um, also, f uh, fun fact, he did actually talk, uh, go in, uh, he started doing talks during COVID-19 about self-isolation. He was ahead of the curve. Yes. Oh, you think the, the quarantine was your eye? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you thought that was bad. Uh, this, this is easy. For me, it was Tuesday. Uh, he had trouble wearing clothes for like six months. They were, it was just too warm for him. Now, the weirdest game show, like Japanese game show I remember hearing about was one where they would put two contestants in a room and this room would be staged like it would have a certain decor, right? And the thing was, some of the objects in the room were <laughs> food. They were, they, they would bring in these master confectionists and chefs to create items out of edible object but they looked identical to real objects and it could be anything it, it could be the light mm -hmm. switch it could be a doorstop it could be a light bulb it could be a book you just there's no way to know what they were and it was the it was the and the only way you could f figure out or you could choose if this was food or not was to pick it up and try to take a bite out of it and so you you were only oh. allowed so many incorrects, but you had to feed which one who was the first one to find however many objects in the room were um, were actual food, and it just like blows your mind. Like this person yeah. like picks up, goes over, and like leans over and like takes a bite out of a out of an armchair. You know, like I got person walks yeah. over and like takes a. Um, There's a gif of um of a man biting down on a. Uh... On a doorknob, and he just goes, "Ooh!" Yeah. <laughs> it just breaks yeah. it in half. But, but see, the rooms would be different. Yeah. Like one room would be set up like it's a regular living room. There, there was the, the most popular ones were when they put them in a bathroom, right, and stuff like that. Like it was just dif different room setups. Uh, but it was just weird looking. I, <laughs> I had a really dumb idea, and we can edit this out if you want. But I, I can imagine somebody opening a drawer and seeing like. Uh, a pistol or a knife in the drawer. It's like, all right, well, let's see if this is cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, well, wait, let's wait. try it. You know how like hotels will like have a Bible in the drawer usually? It's like they open it and it's like, is this a cake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is it. It's essentially the uh, the extreme version of cake or not. Which I'm guessing is like it probably like, the is basis of it. Are you guys aware? I, I, forget, I think it's Pornhub has like a, a a million dollar bounty for like the first porno in space. What? Speaking of speaking of <laughs> future entertainment, 
I there, there's there's a there's a porn company. I forget which one it is, but there's a porn company that's like wants like they will pay money to film the first space porno. Huh. And I'm just like thinking about like the logistics of that. Well, when when a mommy and a and a and a man when a man and a woman really like each mm. other, they do a special hug in zero G. Not, they call it docking. <laughs> yes. No, oh, it's something no. different. No, no, no. no, no, no we're gonna no, have no. to. We're gonna have to put a warning label on this episode now. <laughs> we always do. We are explicit hundred percent of the time. Uh, crispy, you're right though. What is the what is the two things? It, that that we most attribute to the human condition when there is something new or unknown to explore. Can I kill it? Can I fuck it? So, sex and sp- that's true. Because like, it, it was immediately after VR became a thing. It was just like VR porn. <laughs> like, I mean, so of course, once he, once space tourism becomes a thing, you know, there's going to be people yeah. pay, willing to pay not only not only to do the first porn in space, which will sell because of human beings, but there's going to be people absolutely paying ridiculous sums of money to go join the however many mile high club. Uh, Space is international waters, right? More or less. I'm not sure. I want to say it is. If I understand it, I think the internet, your territory stops at the end of the atmosphere as far as countries go. So you can, you can fly a satellite over another country. Now, they might not be happy about it, and they may decide to do something about it. But I'm pretty sure that that territorial right, sovereign yeah. rights, end at the atmosphere. Um, apparently, someone uh, that I follow did look it up at one point, and they looked. They were going, all of the space treaties are talking about like sort of like all of the treaties in are in about Antarctica, where it's a like uh, for all of humanity, no one. No single country can claim it. It's like, oh, no, no, no. That's not going to work out long term. But. No, that's not going to stay a thing. I mean, that is a good point, though, about space tourism. I mean, like, are we going to see, like, a space casino? Like, come gamble in space. I'm going to build my own space station with hookers and blackjack. Actually, you know, it would just probably just turn into Space Station 13, let's be honest. Or Cowboy Bebop. Exactly. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Space, getting spaced by the bookies. <laughs> do they? If you don't pay, do they come break your space knees? I would. I would say they probably just rip out your hyperdrive and then rip your knees out. But how am I going to pay them back if I got no knees? I, I like how it goes from hyperdrive to knees. Like there's no in between. Or you just give them a little bit of space. You just send them out for a smoke break. Send them out for a, yeah, okay. You yeah, just go on a quick smoke break. Just you just airlock them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's smoking with this one simple trick? It's a one-step pro. Yeah, it's a one-step program. Either you have lungs or you don't. No have step. Step. Hooray! We've solved the problem. Yeah, either yeah. way, you're not smoking anymore. So, not not to take us too far away from uh, space tourism, but I had this idea today, or actually, I had this a couple of days ago, where as AI, as me- mechanical or computer thinking evolves, where it becomes easier and easier to have programs who can spit out algorithms who can do things. It's, I think it's inevitable that some studio is going to figure out how to very, I don't want to use the word necessarily ingeniously, but how to properly integrate 
a self-thinking AI type engine into a game, into a video game, which will allow you to have your a true sandbox experience of a game where no player, no two players or anyone else will ever have the same exact experience because the game will change. The game will evolve. It's going to be based entirely on what you do. And you may have all the same characters, but maybe your, your friend may have done this. You may have done it. And I think it, 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 it may, and I know there's some stuff kind of like that now, but I think they're going to figure out how to kind of take it to a next level where maybe there is a storyline that you're supposed to be following, but the way it evolves and the way you experience and the way certain characters interact and the people that you come across can be entirely different. So, okay. We do already have that. That's just role-playing games. But the real difference that I, that I know of as a, a, kind, who, a player who can be kind of shitty sometimes is I think of things that are stupid and I go, oh, I'm not going to do that to my friend who's running a game or, like, this random person. I don't want them to, like, deal with the fact that, like, oh, what if I just do this, this, and this? And, like, just jump out of the walls. Or, like, what if we start tunneling? Can we just go underneath it? But I don't care if I do that to an AI. Or kill one of the NPCs and, you know, put his flesh into your, uh, your target's refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. Good old blackmail. Because I would do that, and suddenly all the games don't work anymore, because you're just like, oh, if you just do this, this, and this, everything breaks. Hooray! That's, that's what I'm saying. You have a game that can, that can think opposite everything you're doing. And so it's able to adjust and, and account, okay, well, that happened. Well, now, you're, yeah. now you've got holes under the ground and under the here, and so now this is going to happen. Now this is going to happen. I, I think that they're... That's why I say ingenious is not the right word. Somebody is going to come up with a unique way of integrating that into a game where you're still okay you said you're still going to have kind of a a story arc of the game but it's going to evolve and happen completely different where there's where certain characters may be completely different you may even have where it may even generate entirely unique characters that are integral to the game you may even have a completely different in boss type situation i just think somebody's going to figure that out and once that happens i think that's going to become floodgates yeah everybody's going to start copying it and so that's going to be the next thing is that no gate because you know like now more or less if you play a game everyone kind of like oh remember when such and such happened you remember when you went to so and so or you know, oh you know i didn't you really like when you interacted with such and this oh this character i really like yeah, this I what that's going to become a thing that won't really happen as much because all the experiences will be so different it will be entirely geared based on what that individual's experience with it is I, I think somebody's going to crack. So you're that talking nut. about like true player agency yes. in a sense, and of course they're going to find a way to monetize it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, AI and entertainment's already fucky as it is, but that's a whole other conversation. So I do have an idea. Like I was reading a book recently uh, where they took some of those ideas, but they did it with a different technology. Um. Uh, it's the Atopia Chronicles. Uh, I just need to look up exactly. Um, by Matthew Matter. Matthew Mather. Uh, so, okay. This, this is just one of the books that I've been reading. Um, or I finished recently. But it's about a technology. Uh, they call it Psy. Basically, it's nanotechnology. Uh, Wi-Fi enabled nanotechnology that attaches to people's nerves then lets you simulate responses 
and so how that turns out is if say you get nano machines on your eyeballs and then you simulate looking like the different responses suddenly you only see what the the machines say to see you only feel what the machines feel you only hear what the and you can start falsifying your reality your your subjective reality how do you define real? Yeah, if it's substituting your own sensory input with a computer, with a computer input that you can program and change. Yes. So it's it's so it's it's kind of like the idea of living in a house, but instead of windows, you have screens on the walls. So whatever you project, whatever you project to those screens, hey Tink, is what your outside appears to be. It's kind of the same thing. Yes. Well, I have just one question. Just mm -hmm. one question. This moment, do you take the blue pill or the red pill? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I thought of this that. This sounds meme. straight the Matrix, but yeah, it yeah. does. I I thought of that meme with um the MythBusters guys. It's like I reject your reality and substitute my own. There you yeah. go. There's a way to That's do it. That's literally fun. it. Yeah, and so it's a lot of like, how do people handle it? What do people use it for? One of the common things is ad blockers, but real life, where you just like. <laughs> knock off oh, yeah. all... i would love yeah. that 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 i would actually be okay right? with but just that not anything not exactly okay i'm going to show you the next level of that now you use it you block people in real life yes like you can't even see, like you're just walking oh, along yep. and your your neighbor that annoys oh, you God. now you can't even see him you can't even hear yep. him it's just he's just mm -hmm. edited completely edited out of your sensory input so helion you are exactly correct in the book that is the first character that you meet. Um, and she gets it. She discovers that uh, in order to make all of the technology bit works, uh, you have a personal AI and a personal companion to help you, like, to ask for things. And it, like, projects itself onto your reality, your subjective reality. And at one hmm. point, they, they said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of all of this. I want you to get rid of anything I find annoying. And then they wake up from being drunk and they are entirely alone. There is nothing. Ouch. They can't call out for anyone. Can't call out for the machine. There is nothing. And she's just alone in the world now. Until she dies. Yes. And I hate <laughs> that. You would have to have some sort of like safeguards, like a safe word or something to yes. be able to like, if you accidentally do something like that to, to, to reverse it. Yes. Uh, she forgot it. It was like a weird hand get, motion get, thing. It, and she get just... it tattooed on your hand. Yes. Hmm. So the idea, um, the other idea is your, which is actually kind of a neat little idea of, um, because you have electrical connections to all of your nerves your computer then can control your body by falsifying oh. the other direction. Mm. So that's, obstacle. Yes. That's concerning. Yep. So the idea is you can be like, oh, hey, AI, take over my body while I go play video games. Like, I want you to go walk home or like go get groceries or uh, For, force me to force me to go to the gym every week. Yeah, exactly. Go to the gym. I'm going to go play video games. And the AI goes, yep, no problem. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Uh, when I go to bed at night, 
uh, after I've been asleep two hours, I want you to hijack my body, take me to the gym, make me run through a uh, two-hour workout, and then bring me back. Yep, hydrate me. I just had a thought. Shower. I'm sorry, I just had a thought real quick where you're at the gym. It's like you go there in the work in the morning, uh, like right before work, you go there to get like a little bit of time on the bike, and you're there riding bike, and you look over, and there's just some guy who from the waist up is just fast asleep, <laughs> but then he's pedaling on a bike. <laughs> And, and you know what? I bet that man is fitter than you. <laughs> like, a yeah, he's, he's got thick ass legs. Yeah, Rip Van Winkle is ripped. <laughs> yes. If I tell you what, Jay, one one societal change that will happen if that were to come about that you could actually like literally edit and block human beings out of your existence, divorce rates would absolutely plummet. Because <laughs> if you're stuck in a loveless marriage and you're not willing, and you're, you're you just can done? just yeah, you, you can just like, burp, like not, you can just go about your life pretending, and each of you pretending the other person doesn't exist and not interacting. There's plenty of people who'll be more than happy to take that option. Yeah, there's a, it's a lot of like, I can see it. There's, there, uh, there is a lot more that that, that the book gets into, but that's just like the basis of the idea. But I, I imagine that technology, like getting that installed in your body, would be a pain in the ass. Well, no, you, no, no. you said yeah. that this is nanomachines on your nerves. Yes. No, or you can turn down your pain receptors. That's yeah. That's the first yeah, place they that put is them. a lot yep. of. That is a lot of places where it can go very wrong very quickly if it's not installed that's correctly. The thing. And I don't know if we talked about it when we talked about like cyberpunk and like cybernetics, but. Your body generally tries to reject foreign bits of metal in you. So, yeah, yeah. Put something like that in. It's like the whole, the neural. Yeah, that's thing. the sci fi part like, of it. What if you, what if they start injecting the nanomachines into your body and you find out you're allergic? Mm-hmm. You're allergic to nanomachines. Oh, no. They make you break out. Yeah, have fun. Wait, isn't that the plot of Metal Gear Solid 4? I don't know. I haven't played any of the Metal Gears. Yeah. I'm allergic to nanomachines. I'm killing everybody. <laughs> Anybody listen to the podcast who's playing Metal Gear Solid, please confirm. I'm nano machine intolerant. <laughs> okay, I I just thought of something stupid. Like you're going into the grocery store to get some milk, and it it has a label on it that says definitely no nano machines. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there there would there would totally be the 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 free range organic non nano non nano tainted food movement. Well, I mean, we already have that, but... Eh. But we don't have nanomachines. Yeah. 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 There's gluten-free... Yeah, we're going to have a whole new category in the in the classifieds uh, of the Looking for Love classified sections of, like, non-nano. Is this going to be, like, how do you know someone's a vegan? Like, don't worry, they'll tell you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's probably how that would end up, honestly. Most vegans I've actually talked to have been pretty chill about it. At least when I'm just asking for recipes for stuff, because... To be fair, it doesn't matter if you're vegan, vegetarian, carnivore, pescatarian. You, there's going to be a, you know militant assholes yeah. all the way around. That's oh, yeah. true. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is, what you're talking about, or what group you're in. There's going to be some raging asshat that's going to be, "I'm better than you." It's like, okay, cool, go hang out. We're getting off topic though. Yeah, we we got yeah. off topic like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. I can I can cycle us back. Um, so the psi, the the nano machines in your um, in your neurons, 
you can create subjective realities and you can bring other people into it because it's just a program at that point. You can just play video games in like hyper-realistic video games. So it's like lucid dreaming with extra stats. Yes. Interesting. Super VR. All I'm hearing is all the kids hanging out playing super, uh, super uh, VR Roblox in their heads. Imagine uh, one of the things that they talk that the book talks about a lot is playing tag through like different vo- virtual realities as you just like hop from one to the next to the next. Um, and because your uh, you your uh, your brain stuff works like that. Uh, you can control other people's bodies as well, just a little bit. Okay, so at this point, we're just Borg. Yeah, yeah, really. This yeah. is starting to get into like, yeah, we we have we've just become a dangerous dream of electric sheep. Yeah, that's only if everyone yeah. agrees. But like, your body is your body, and if everyone has this like this nanotechnology stuff, uh, you can project yourself into different scenes, like into other people's realities. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, though, it's you like... You don't even need to bring your body around. That that just brings up the idea of, like, is it ethical to be sort of ignoring reality like that in a lot of Isn't ways? Isn't that the plot of the movie yeah. Surrogates? Where, I know. where nobody... Ever, people don't go out, they stay home, and they plug themselves into, like, this get a robot alcove and, and control, these, control these little robot bodies, and that's who interacts in the world? The, the different, the, yeah, but isn't is that isn't the thought, the idea here though? It's like you're yes. altering your own reality rather than like you're. Uh, but also, it is just a program at the end of the day, so you can bring other people into your reality. That's the idea. I don't really know that many people I like well enough that I want them <laughs> in my reality. <laughs> Come on over. Yeah, I, I'm with Crispy. You just pop into somebody's reality. It's like, are, hey, are dickhead, sure? <laughs> just pop right out. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a dog in a dog park and they are having a completely different reality from you? Where they're just, everything is new and amazing. You're meeting a whole bunch of people. You're a smith stiff in their butt. Like, that's that's just being a hallucinogens, man. (laughs) LSD, man, it's a hell of a drug. Like, yeah. I mean, you could say that this whole nanomachine thing is just hallucinogens with extra Controlled steps. Controlled hallucinogens. Yeah, that, that, that's like, a, it, it's like, do androids trip electric sheep? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a good book. Yeah, I don't, I don't need my, I, I know enough about my brain. I don't need to create anything artificial because whatever my brain comes up with is not going to be a fun time. Yeah, and I certainly don't want to invite other people into it. I'm up for playing super video games. That would be interesting. I mean, super video games would be fun. Like uh, you could play like a a ver- like an IRL version of Space Station 13. Yeah. Oh, imagine the fun of like just sitting in the engine, being like, "So let me just set this up," and you just see a giant explosion. You go, "Fuck!" I'm just imagining how more terrifying the clown would be. Yeah, like yeah. just turns into Pennywise at that point on the space station. Yeah, actually, there's an idea Anim- for a movie. Uh, actually, it in space sounds too much like Leprechaun <laughs> in space, and that was. A, I'm sure Pennywise would experience mind a space station. They made a uh, Friday the Thirteenth where Jason was in space. Jason X. Speaking of space, movie? <laughs> that movie is so fucking just. 
Like, it takes a complete left field when he gets <laughs> augmented with cybernetics. Well, of like, course you had to go that. You knew that was not, coming. I hope I'm not spoiling Jason. Yeah. Well, yeah, you see it on the cover. It's like he's he looks like a Terminator. Actually, no, he looks more like the Strong at that point. Since we're talking about altered realities and stuff, might the step before we get to that point where we can completely program our sensory input... Do you think the next step of that is going to be when we really crack VR? Like where it becomes something that you don't have to necessarily wear a headset for, but like we can have like a VR projector. So like you could turn your living room into the movie or the video game that you're watching. You're talking about like a at-home holodeck. Yes and no. Basically. Not not in yeah. the holodeck in the sense of where you know, you it has force fields and treadmills and stuff where you can, you don't have a sense that, that you're actually still in the same, like you don't know that you're in a room. You, it doesn't feel like you're in a bigger yeah. place than you are, but where you can literally be, you know, on the bridge of the starship that you're flying, or maybe you are actually, you know, you're sitting in a chair, but from your first poison point of view, you're literally in this so, setting. Okay. Um, um, this is going to maybe uh, annoy crispy or not. Uh, have you actually looked into the, uh, the Apple headset? Like what it actually looks like, what it feels like to use. Is it, if it's like Google Glass, then... Um, because, so what you do, like, you legitimately, so like, so for example, um, you put down a cup and then you can leave the room, like a virtual cup. Then if you come back, that virtual cup will still be on that table. Oh, so it has object permanence. Uh, Yes, it has object permanence, um, and it can read a room, and it can start, like, projecting things onto walls. Like, like Apple is legitimately hmm. doing a lot of stuff. It's horrendously expensive, but, like, that technology is there, and we do have it right now. I just don't want it to be in Apple's hands. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, they're they're not doing – it's not great, but it is true. So it's coming then. Eh, eventually. But what what you were talking about, Halion, that sounds like more a more advanced um, haptic interface. Where what I was thinking of was where you have a setup where it's not it's not a hamster ball, but you have sensors all over your body that track your movement so within the video game. So that it's a more accurate uh, movement sense. I've seen the VR system where, like, you got like little treadmill yeah, on the I've bottom and like too. some sensors that you run up against. Uh -huh. and, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. a real thing or not, or if it's just like a demo that someone made. But I don't see any reason why it couldn't, other than space reasons. But see, but something like that, you still—it's not—it's not room based. Yeah, yeah. If you have to put on a mocap suit. Or if you have to like stand at this thing where you're wearing the uh, goggles and you're on a, you know, you know, you're on a treadmill, you're leaning against the thing to keep you from running away. You know, to me, that's, that's like the jank version. That's like a, this is what we did to, to try to proof of concept, but we went, but we're trying to take it to the yeah. next level. Um, I, I don't think unless we can actually make a hollow deck, I don't see that as like the next logical evolution. Cause that's a lot more technology yeah. is involved. I'm just thinking of what's a way that we can, because, you know, if you go back about 10, 15 years, 
the the 3D movies and 3D TVs were such were, a, were a big it was a big fad for several oh, they years. Were terrible, right? Oh, they were oh, so god, bright. yeah, yeah. They hurt your eyes. But you know, yeah. And I think that's another reason why the VR hasn't entirely caught on because again, you're still limited. You've got to have the goggles. There's only so much you yeah. can do. But if they can crack that code of how they can make it where it is you are in it, where it feels like you're still you're you're in the environment without any kind of like extra, you know, like maybe not even the goggles and stuff. Almost like if, if it can turn your room that you're in into more or less a three uh, a green screen. So what you're telling on. me is that we need an avatar for three for uh for VR. The one thing that makes everyone go, hang on, this is decent. Basically, some someone's got to come out with it with a a version or a thing that everyone says, "Oh, this isn't bad," and then everyone starts copying. That's that. usually yeah. how it goes. I mean, I honestly, I think like that's most inventions. Speaking of bad VR inventions, have you guys seen like the Walmart virtual store that they did? Oh God, they're all so bad. All it's, the virtual stores. <laughs> I I did actually. I mean, this is kind of taking a completely like, yeah. different turn in the conversation in terms of entertainment, but I did think of another sort of entertainment that I'm curious to see if it'll become a thing or not. Um, so you guys are aware of like the, the highest altitude dived from a balloon, right? That, that happened, that happened yep. years mm-hmm. and years ago at this point. Um, the, there was a popular science magazine I read once that had an article talking about the idea of diving from space as an extreme sport. Hmm. Obviously it'd be like, you would obviously need yeah. like some serious, a serious suit to wear and things, but to, to like from lower Earth orbit to dive from there back to Earth, I mean, imagine that as an experience. You would still need a parachute, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, you still have a parachute, yeah. but it's just like. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think I would want to do that. That sounds real scary. Yeah, I think you'd have a very limited number of people lining up to do that. I yeah, would it's... be okay. I would be okay if I was like the millionth person. I could see like Red Bull sponsoring it. Like skydiving, I'm not super afraid of because I'm the millionth person. Like, yeah, you, there's got enough it set examples. Up and yeah, and it's not as da- like not super really that dangerous if you have just a person knowing what they're doing. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would do that if if it's just a thing that's normal. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to be the first guy who's like, hey, you want to do this? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. I don't want to live. <laughs> yeah, no, if somebody asked me to do some of that, it's like, you know what? I'll let somebody else be your guinea pig. Yeah. But after him, maybe. I'll think about it. <laughs> Something else about f- future entertainment, and I don't think we're very far from it, but we think of entertainment as like these big things, these mass consumer things. But we, for many years now, we've had the ability for individual content creators to create things and just put them out there in the world, and people will find it and people love it. I think you're going to probably start seeing a lot more very soon of things like that as more and more people reject the, st- the, the traditional entertainment sources, and you're going to start seeing a lot more of these people that put up their own things, you know, be it YouTube, be it music, be it um, creating, you know, their own videos and things. I think you're going to see a lot more stuff like that. That's going to start to become more mainstream where something small like that is going to pop. 
and it gets and gets spread around? I think the biggest thing is twofold. One, the technology barrier of entry. Uh, that is yeah. mostly closed by now. Your phone is better than any camera from like 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other th- the other thing is time. Just it takes a long time to like shoot a five minute video. And it takes a long time to edit it and get everything perfect. And I think that's that barrier still needs to get like reduced and which will happen over time. So well, especially now with, I mean, with a lot of the editing software and plugins and things, you can just throw raw audio or even in some cases, raw video. And there are programs out there that will edit it. It may not be perfect. Um, you may need to go in and do some adjusting and some and fixing, but there's stuff out there that can, that can cut that down considerably. I mean, it would be interesting to see like people make their own like video services and things just kind of monopoly that is YouTube. Now that we have technology that allows us to do so many different things with how they fit, with how stuff is filmed, how long until we start being able to use technology so that let's say, you know, cause you say, let's say you film a, a movie, you've got all the, the different angles that the director has filmed. What's to say that they're not going to be able to go in and use AI if the director decides, I know we filmed it from these two angles, but I think it would look better from this angle, and then just use digitally be able to just move the camera to the other angle. They're, I mean, they're already starting to to fuck around that is with CGI. AI like that. So, yeah, I mean, you're basically just able to, you know, create your own environment and move it around. You know, I they have been some examples of that that I I wish I could remember right offhand, but especially if more and more stars shows start film and movies start getting filmed and things like the volume where everything behind you is digitally projected anyway. So who's to say you can't just move stuff around. I mean, that is also just a regular ass CGI show, right? Yeah. But what if you're doing it where it's, it's not CGI, like it's like, it's a regular live action thing, but you're using, you're just using tech to flip the camp to flip and move it around. I think that's called being George Lucas. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor George. Uh, he's got enough that I'm sure yeah. he can. Oh, do he's doing fine. He's yeah. Um, we're getting close to the end. Do we want to continue, or do we want to? Um, one like if we're gonna get stupid as far as future entertainment, I want to see yeah. the next size Olympics. Like that, I want to see, having... yeah. Like I want to see an Atlas try and do the fifty-yard dash. I want to see a Hunchback try and do like target practice. That that would be stupid, but it'd be hilarious. Like that that I would definitely pay good money to see. Like, mech boxing. Um, mech boxing. I, I, yeah, I want to see giant robot fights. Wasn't there a TV show where it was just like some college students like uh, just making tiny little mechs? That just fought each other like little GoBot robot things. Talking about BattleBots. BattleBots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why oh, don't battle like, bots. we do have that? BattleBots is base is halfway to a mech. Yeah, but I'll, we're talking like humanoid. Yeah, we 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 just got to crack that whole you know fusion engine, uh, Myomer technology thing. Oh, you know, it's that, that little chestnut. Yeah. Oh, the the easy part. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting close on those. 
where's our fusion reactors, GM? <laughs> I mean, they don't have one already. To this at all. And if they are, hi guys, how you doing? All right, now we're getting into conspiracy cast two. Oh, we could have some fun with that, considering the <laughs> recent revelations on aliens. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that is a whole other thing, and we will get in a fight on that one. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> I, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, that's what. I, yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll, we'll save that for a whole other can. Welcome to the first censored episode of the Ox Unplugged. <laughs> it's just 20 minutes of beeping. 1,000 hertz just played over for, uh, 15 minutes, and then, uh, oh, God, why did you come out? And then just keeps going. Or it's like elevator music. for It's like 20 minutes of elevator music in the middle. And a voice comes on and says, nothing happened. You did not hear. Please, that regular scheduled broadcast will begin next week. Be well. Or it's just like 20 minutes of silence. It's like, what happened? We all blacked out simultaneously. That's, that's one way to put it. I would find it interesting if one day if we did like put up a whole episode that was nothing but like a number station, how many people would listen all the way through? <laughs> all right, we are getting way incredibly off topic. In the upper <laughs> button now. I, I so, like this number station conversation. Yeah, like we, this... But yes, you're right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it here unless That's anyone fine. has any other future entertainment thoughts. Okay. Future. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, dang, I binged it all. Yeah, back to space trucking. Hey, this is Big Leroy. Anybody catch that last episode of Auxiliary Unplugged? Man, them guys is a trip. <laughs>